Welcome to another episode of Pulse on Power, Power Systems Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Mark DeClerc. He's with uh, Dialogue Semiconductor, and we're going to talk about some of the issues in the wireless space, especially in the, in the small device near field space, because a lot of this cloud-enabled functionality and Internet of Things is going to be very highly reliable, reliant on the wireless systems that support it. Isn't that right, Mark? Welcome to the show. Hi, Alex. Thanks for, for having me today. Um, and, uh, yeah, that is correct. Uh, a lot of the, 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 the cloud-enabled applications uh, and the Internet of Things, for that matter, depends on, on these things being connected to the, inter- to the Internet. And that last uh, mile or, what well, I mean, that last uh, meter or so is really where those near-field wireless communication devices have to communicate uh, and be able to connect to, to what we call gateways uh, to be able to send data to the cloud. And um, we've, we've been introducing a Bluetooth smart solution to address specifically this need. Mm-hmm. So now, Mark, what are some of the challenges that designers face in that space? So in that space, basically, we, we, we see a lot of the, the designers being challenged by having to design uh, devices that are uh, very small in terms of, of industrial design and form factor. Um, beyond that, also, these devices usually have some kind of, of sensing capability, so they have to be able to sense the environment they're in, and they have to collect that data and then transfer it wirelessly. And all of that has to happen usually on, on, a, on a battery, so a lot of these devices are battery-operated, and managing that battery and, and, and the whole wireless connectivity plus sensor data acquisition is where the challenge is. So you, you really need a device that is very small, um, very low power, and of course, I mean, given this is um, usually consumer market, it has to be also um, very low cost at the system level. Well, that's a very good point as well, because it could be the best solution on the planet, and if it's too expensive to integrate into your design, it's a useless solution. Yeah, that's, uh, that's correct. And actually, those are the three aspects which uh, we have really focused on from the start when we designed our solution. And I believe that we've come with a solution that really delivers on all three points. And today, it is the solution that's really ahead of the pack in the market. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about uh, Dialog's solution? So the solution we've introduced is a Bluetooth uh, smart system on chip. Um, it's meant to be a Bluetooth smart only device, so it does not support Bluetooth uh, Classic, the traditional Bluetooth. Um, so Bluetooth Smart 4.0 and 4.1 are the two flavors of Bluetooth we support today. And uh, what's really unique about this solution is that uh, in terms of power, we have managed to uh, design the system and the radio such that the power consumption of the, of the chip when it's uh, really fully functioning, so the peak power consumption is uh, at under 5 milliamps in receive and transmit at 3 volts, 0 dBm. And mm-hmm. uh, we've also been able to deliver that solution in a very, very small package. It's a wafer-level chip scale package that's 2.5 by 2.5 millimeters with half a millimeter of uh, thickness. So really, it's, it's a very, very tiny solution in a, package, uh, in, in a package sense. But we didn't only stop there. We actually looked at everything that we could integrate on the system, be it uh, on the power management side, be it in terms of processing capability or peripheral interfacing to interface to sensors, and also on the RF side. And we've integrated all of that. 
So we have uh, Cortex-M0 on board. We have a power management unit on board. We provide uh, all kinds of different per digital and analog peripheral interfaces. And on the RF side, we've actually integrated the Balan onto the, onto the chip. So you have a single pin uh, RFIO, which also makes it very easy to design uh, antennas. So if you have a 50-ohm antenna, you can directly connect it to, uh, to the chip. And we also have embedded the memories that you need to develop your application. So all in all, actually, our solution only requires five passive components uh, to be able to have a complete Bluetooth smart solution. And that's really, really unique. So, I mean, I think if you look at all three factors, whether it's power, chip, uh, chip package size, and uh, system size, in terms of, of number of components, we are a factor two ahead of anything that's on the market in mass production today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and that's very... Um Interesting the way you say it like that because there are a lot of things out there, but how do you feel that yours is such – I mean, what are some of the other aspects of your solution that make it uh, an additional value for the engineering community? Well, I mean, really, it's, it's uh, the, the, the three aspects. So the fact that, that we have integrated all of that and, and the power consumption is really what's attracting engineers to our solution. And, I mean, we, from our perspective, we don't view the solution as stopping at the chip and its characteristic. We have also uh, developed a whole range of development kits, and we have a whole software suite for helping our engineers uh, develop on our solution and, and have a very low barrier of entry, uh, as well as being able to have the tools they need to go to the market very efficiently. So we've developed, for example, uh, on our development kits, we've put some circuitry, which in combination with our software suite enables developers to, uh, for example, have advice on when they should put the chip in sleep mode, um, how much uh, battery lifetime they can expect, also analyzing the, the power profile that they have and optimizing their software to optimize that power profile. So those are some of the things we've, we've been doing in, in software hardware to, to enable the solution and make it easy for, for designers to take our solution and, and go to market very quickly while extracting the, the most benefit from, from the chip itself and its characteristics. And we actually even go one step further. So we've been working on, on some reference designs to target mm-hmm. some of the key vertical markets that Bluetooth Smart is, is starting to get a foothold in. Um, so one of, the, one of them is, is our uh, Bluetooth Smart keyboard. We've also worked on um, a mouse version, so a mouse, uh, Bluetooth Smart mouse. We have a solar-powered beacon that uses energy, so light, indoor light to, to power a beacon and be able to transmit data. So all of these are reference designs that we also make available to our designer community, and they can basically download all of the data, schematics, Gerber files, software, uh, application software, all in source code, documentation, and they can use that as a, a, to gain a head start and be able to, uh, to go to market. And, and really, we've been having customers telling us they've been able to shave something between three to four months on their de- design cycle, which given, I mean, design cycles today are around nine months, uh, nine to 12 months is, is quite significant. I agree. I agree completely. In fact, I was going to ask you, Mark, about what kind of support you offer, and that comprehensive level of support, as you said, to in- to ease the integration effort for the engineer, to ease the entry, because, you know, as I said with the pricing, it's the same thing with the difficulty of implementation. No matter how sophisticated the solution is, if you have trouble implementing it, then it's also not going to be useful for you. So I really appreciate the fact that you have that comprehensive support for the engineers because, well, especially with the design cycles that they're being forced to deal with, and sometimes a lot of these guys are integrating wireless technology into legacy designs, and they're not very good at wireless, not because they 
are capable of it, but they just weren't used to it, and now they have to be dealing with it. So I, I appreciate all of the support you give because a lot of these engineers do need some good advice, a couple of good reference designs, and an FAE maybe they can call once in a while, and <clears throat> they're very happy. No, that's that's correct. And actually, I mean, we we launched our our support portal, which has been also a big uh, success with with customers who you know they just start digging into the solution and need to ask uh, some more detailed questions, and and they probably want the answers uh, with a quick turnaround. And what has happened? We've created a whole forum on which customers can uh, post questions, and we have a dedicated team that answers those questions. And, and, and really what you see is that it's not only our team that's answering the question, but you also get our customers answering customers. And it's, it has become quite a vibrant community. I believe we have today over 1,200 engineers registered on that, on that forum, and that's growing at the, at the pace of above 180 registrations per week. So quite a, quite a significant, uh, uh, I think, success in, in, in terms of uh, the, the forum and, and the, the support that we deliver to customers, but also in terms of the traction we're getting in the engineering community. Yeah, I agree completely. I think that, that you know, well, again, it, it is a community, and your solutions have to be part of it. It can't just simply be a single solution that you just say, well, 5 volts in, X volts out, whatever. It's You could have a chip that's superconducting at room temperature, and if you cannot explain that solution in context to the application space, you're not going to get any design-ins or buy-ins. So I think it's very important that you do offer that support to the community and uh, provide that solutions because, well, yeah, as, we, as we've gone over in the past, the, you've got, we, the engineers are under pressure to constantly create these new systems, these new support structures, these new devices, and they need those infrastructure chips to be able to properly integrate the uh, wireless technology into their uh, products. Yeah, no, correct. I, I totally agree. And, and again, I mean, going back to those reference designs, um, it, it's not only giving, you know, I mean, the, the engineers the, the, a way to to, uh, to take the reference design and, and run with it, but they can also use it to, to sometimes show their management that there is a solution that meets their target so they can actually measure power consumption and, and the radio performance on an application that is really targeted at, at the type of device they try, they're trying to make. And, and that that really helps them a lot. I agree. I agree. So, Mark, um, is there anything else you wanted to leave us with about your solution before uh, we move on and the and close out the episode? I think. I think again. Um, I, I do believe that that we have this uh, this quite unique solution uh, today that's uh, on, on delivering on on power, um, on on um, RF performance, on size, on cost uh, at the system level. And uh, definitely we've complemented it with everything that's needed for engineers to, to use it and use it in an easy way. And there's a community building around it. So, um, yeah, the only thing, I mean, if people are interested, we have our, our support portal and, and they're more than welcome to, uh, to go and download uh, all of our material and, and start having a look at the solution. Agreed, agreed. Now, Mark, what I always do is I give my audience, uh, well, my audience gets it, but you get to give it. Uh, you get to have the last word in my podcast. Uh, you, anything you want to leave the audience with or uh, talk about before we close out the episode, I always give the guest a chance to bring up any last point or give a tip or just talk about something they wanted to share with the audience before we closed out the episode. So the floor is yours. 
Well, probably just to, to circle back around to, uh, to the, your first question about uh, connected apps and, uh, and the whole Internet of Things. Uh, I mean, uh, the Internet of Things is going to be very big. I think there will be a place, a place for a lot of technologies and for a lot of players, and it's a very, very exciting market. And I believe that with the solution we're introducing, Bluetooth Smart is definitely going to, to have a place in it. And, uh, and we're very, very excited to, to see how the engineers are going to be using our solution to come up with creative and innovative ideas to tackle the, the Internet of Things and introduce devices that will make a change in, in consumers' lives. And I agree with you. I love seeing what the community comes up with because you could give a device to 10 engineers, you're going to hear eight applications you never thought of. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the, the whole, uh, that, that's, that's the fun part of it, really, seeing what customers are doing with your device and, and the ideas and creativity you have to, to come up with solutions. Agreed, agreed. So, hey, Mark, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. I really like having the opportunity to talk about solutions from every sector of the marketplace. And, well, as you pointed out, near field, Bluetooth, that's a critical infrastructure aspect of the Internet of Things, and I'm glad that there are the better and more solutions coming out all the time to help the engineering community. Thanks, Alex. Alex, it was really uh, nice talking to you, and, and thanks again for, for having me on your show. Really great. Oh, the, the pleasure was mine, and we'll bring you back the next time you have some news to, to talk about. But now I want to thank our audience for taking great. the time to be with us, because we wouldn't be here without you all. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day. <laughs>